This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And I know you just saw the message, but (laughs) we are a new podcast here, trying to get some traction here. So if you could rate, follow, subscribe the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. If you wanted to do it in multiple spots, we'd love you even more. Um, let's get to the Michigan panic meter before we do anything. Now, if you guys know, um, gray is the least level of panic. Scarlet is the, uh, the highest level of panic. And then it goes light gray, white, light scarlet in between. And as you lost to Michigan, as they are going to the big 10 title game, and as you, uh, need a little bit of luck to get to the playoffs, we now both in, in solidarity, in full-blown panic, we both move ours to the uh, to the full scarlet. There, there we are. Michigan, Michigan pushed us there. There we are. Yeah, I, I, there's no dispute in it. We have to, we have to be in the scarlet. The question will be, how long are we in the scarlet? So that'll be interesting. Uh, it depends if they get to make the playoffs. Because here's the thing, I think Ohio State did show today. If no, stop that. Stop. There's, stop, dude. Nick, there's, much, there's so many things. Play? So many things have to happen for them to get in with one loss as not a non-conference champ. Like they, they need Florida state obviously has to lose at some point in the next two weeks. Um, they need Texas to lose in the, in the big 12 championship game. They definitely need Bama can't beat Georgia and they need Washington to beat Oregon again. Though the, all those things have to happen for them to get in. Cause you know, two of the spots are pretty much locked up as long as, as long as Michigan, unless Iowa somehow pulls a rabbit out of a hat. Come on, we're, Brian Ferentz, do this big. for Ohio. For once in your life, Brian Ferentz, score more than 13 goddamn points. Okay. Give us a chance that, that Michigan doesn't, that Michigan takes so an L. But other than that, like, they, they have no shot. No, stop that. It's Ohio State. <laughs> Their one loss is a six-point loss on the road to a Michigan in Ann Arbor, okay? Like, I'm just telling you, I'm not saying it's the most likely thing to happen. And everything – it's not that Ohio State needs. It would be beneficial to Ohio State if Texas lost in the Big 12 title game to a two-loss Oklahoma State. A- Alabama absolutely does have to lose to to Georgia because then things get get wonky. Then you're, with, you're, with you're putting two SEC yeah. teams in, I think, over. But like honestly, Washington winning these are things that help you. I'm just going to tell you, I- I'm not trying to be Tony. I'm not trying to be Benedict Cumberbatch in Endgame here, holding up the one. There's one scenario. But I'm going to tell you, there's about seven scenarios out of like 50. But don't be so – I'm going to tell you right now, you're being far too dismissive about Ohio State. The committee has shown they love them some Ohio State. Now, real quick, Marvin Harrison, 118 yards and a touchdown. What did you think about his performance today and, and what it does for his Heisman hopes? The re- and the, the reason I wanted to talk about this was because we talked a lot in the weeks leading up to this game that his Heisman – opportunity came to this game like if he had a big game against Michigan then he's probably in line to win it if not the favorite to win it even as a receiver just because of every like like Ohio State being that high profile team beating Michigan on the road 
that being the thing that propels them into the playoffs, all these different things. Like, this was it. And and what's interesting, Nick, the thing that sucks, like, doubly when you lose about them losing this game is like that goes out the window now because they lose. But man, he put up numbers 118 on five receptions in the touchdown. Like, I honestly think if, if they somehow pull that out on the last drive, especially if, like, he scores the game-winning touchdown. Th- these are the things that were running through my head on that last drive, Nick. We're like, you're going to get down there. There's going to be another touchdown pass to Marvin Harrison Jr., and he's going to lock up the Heisman. And then it all fell apart, obviously, with the interception. And he was looking to Marvin Harrison Jr. on that play for what it's worth. But, yeah, like, it just sucks that that goes out the window, too. Because, man, like that, there was such a moment there at the end to have that be the end result, that you win the game on a last-minute drive, and then Marvin Harrison Jr. gets a, a sort of Heisman-cementing touchdown, and to not get that obviously hurts. But, I mean, he had the game you needed. He had the game you needed against that team, the your, your biggest game of the season, biggest moment of the season. You talk about Heisman moments. He lived up to that with that amazing catch he had alone. But it just, you know, it, it's it's unlikely he's going to win it now because of just the outcome of the game. So it's so much riding on just that whole this whole game in general, which stinks. Yeah, I got some I got some long odds about seven weeks ago, and I had a I had a like free fifty dollar bet riding on this one that would have been really nice. So I'm I'm in mourning. I'm in mourning right now <laughs> with the uh, Marvin for Heisman odds there. All right, let's get to love it, like it, and leave it. Um. Love it. Marvin Harrison Jr. I just, the, the dude really is like all year long. Um, you know, everybody else around him had iffy games. I, I know Marvin had some statistical games where he wasn't the best, but watch the tape. I mean, all the time getting double, triple teamed, getting all that attention. And today against, a, let's say it again, a great Michigan team. He went out there and was able to snag 118 yards and a touchdown and the only reason any of us thought Ohio State could win on that final drive was Marvin Harrison Jr. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Marvin, for me, is my love it. I'm going to fall. I mean, I, I just gave a whole soliloquy about how he almost won the high. He, he would have won the Heisman if Ohio State wins this game. So I'll, I'll, I'll go with uh, Marvin Harrison as well. He was fantastic today. Um, and I thought, uh, again, he was kind of the X factor on that last drive. He was the reason you thought they had a chance to go down with the, with the long field. You had to go 81 yards to try to win it. He's the reason you thought you had a chance. Even with Kyle McCord, it was like, oh, he's the reason. And I think more so than anything, I'm going Marvin Harrison Jr. with a love it because this was his last game at Ohio State. And Well, maybe not his last game. He may play in a bowl game, but I'm guessing he might sit that out if they don't make the playoff because um, a lot of these guys do, which I'll do like total respect for it. I can't blame him. Um, but because it's probably his last game at Ohio State, I think he just deserves a love it for not only today, but just for the entire season. Like as an Ohio State fan – it has been – there's certain players that come through, Nick, that you just feel, like, honored to have been able to watch for all the time that they were here. I think C.J. Stroud is one of those guys, especially now that he's tearing it up in the NFL. I think Marvin Harrison is in that same bucket. Like, just a dude who you feel grateful you got to see play at the highest level and, and the plays that he made. And it sucks that, A, he got knocked out of the Georgia game. We didn't get to see like a prophecy fulfilled there last year, probably because of that. And it may be a big moment in his life and, and, and time at Ohio state, but also that they come up short this year because he really could have cemented the the Heisman today. And that would have been like a huge legacy left obviously by him all, uh, as well. So it sucks that he doesn't have the hardware to go along with it. All right. That brings us to uh like it, Jack Sawyer, Tyleek Williams, um, we didn't really get to call Tui Molo Ao's name a whole lot today. He made a few um, plays. He, 
well, he, he did. He, he, he also stopped a, a big screenplay and, and did a couple other things. But I know, so. the reality is Jack Sawyer has been a different player the last couple games. Agreed. And Tyleek Williams has just been consistently. I don't know that Tyleek's ever had a game where I'm like, he was your best player. But I feel like almost every game I've been like, man, he was your second best player or third best player on defense. So both those guys I thought played great today. And I just thought um, they made some they, – not just – not only did they make plays, they, they made plays when you needed plays, including against uh, Blake Corum. And I just – kudos to those two young men. And, and honestly, the defense in general. Like really, guys, you gave up. Um, you really gave up 23 points against a really good Michigan team, a great Michigan team, because those seven points are not on you. Yeah, so I got, thought they got, they that, got gifted. That, if you if you give up only 23 points in this game, you should be able to win the damn game. And honestly, take that touchdown off the board. You win by one point. The defense did its job today. Uh, I'm going to say I like Ryan Day's – I know we spent the whole show ripping Ryan Day, but I'm going to say the se- the second-half play calling I really thought was good. I, 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 I'm – you disagree with that? Like, they, other than the three and out, I thought they put together some really good drives. I thought they were creative. They had the one, like, third down and long where Xavier Johnson got the handoff. He he had some moments in that second half where he had this offense in position to to win this game. And the team was making plays. Uh, I, I I was impressed by the way. I'm not saying he didn't cost them the game. I think that that end of the half sequence alone in the game, but I, I partially. But I, I think that he 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 let it all hang out. I think a little bit more in the second half, and that showed. And it obviously was just not enough to come up with, with the win in the end. I I, I don't know. You I, get I, it there, Ryan. Good for you. Here's a hair tussle for you, Ryan Day. Listen, I'm you not, tried. I, you had some I am, moments. I am not backing down or backing off of the fact that I think Ryan Day was still largely coaching with his uh, with very clenched throughout this game. I'm Before, just saying that, that in a game where like, let me okay, maybe a better way to put it is this: like I talked about earlier in the show, in the past, Ohio State has quit when they've gotten down like two scores to this team. And I thought the fact that the the fight that the, he's talked about all season was there, and the fact that they obviously they 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 believed that they still had a chance to win it, and they kept coming back and coming and putting together touchdown drives and scoring drives, I think was a uh, a, a good thing to see. So I'm, I'm going to say that I like generally what happened on, uh, with the offensive side of the ball in the second half. I'm not going to put it on Ryan Day. I'm just going to say offensively, I thought there were some good things. I like the eight the eight consecutive runs to score the touchdown out of the half, that type of stuff. There were some good thing, things that happened. Your child is laughing at your Ryan Day second <laughs> half take. I heard your child. He's like, man, can you believe dad's on it again? Dad's on the bullshit again. Talking about Ryan Day. Had some moments. All right, let's go to leave it. And we do have Radu saying, um, oh, damn. yeah, thank you, Radu. Thank you. No, that's not the one I was going to. He said well, he, I'm going to that one because he has my back on this. He did think Ryan Day dialed up some plays in the second half. Thank you. I wasn't sold on wait, I don't think that's what that said. He said I wasn't sold on Ryan Day plays dialed up in, in second half. Mm-hmm. I think maybe maybe we need more context here, but I think he's <laughs> actually disagreeing with you. I was talking about his leave it, which is saying Mirko can leave it. Um, although it's M I <laughs> rco that's tough to say um yeah no murko had a rough day at the office that was it was a bad day to have a bad day my leave it is just the next month to six weeks in ohio state football talk like it's just going to be nightmare i mean we're going to have to have real hard conversations about 
Kyle McCord. We have to obviously the the Ryan Day stuff doesn't stop here. We're gonna have to see Marvin and probably Abuka and a couple other dudes go off to the NFL. Travion go off to the NFL, and it just it's this is a back to the drawing board moment. And Ohio State's really not in that rough a position, right? That there there's there's talent here. You can be better next year, but like. Man, it is just a defeating feeling losing to Michigan the third straight year. And and I, you know what else? I'm going to have to leave it here. Good for you, Michigan. That's a hell of a win, right? You, you don't have to we, – we quibbled with all the stuff here. Michigan was a better team today. And that's not easy to say, but the reality is Michigan was the better team and has been for three years. And this year, I felt like the talent gap between Michigan and Ohio State was nil. I think it's as close as it's been – in 20 years and they were still the better team. It didn't matter. And so kudos to them. And I, I long for the day where I can leave it with uh, with an L to Michigan. Uh, uh, to backtrack slightly. I also think, I just want to say, I like the fact that the rivalry feels like it's back. Um, I mean, we talked about ad nauseum in the, the sort of pre the game show that we did earlier in the week, but the fact that like you have this hatred between the two coaches feels like there's just so much buzz around this matchup now than there used to be. Like when Ohio State was winning every single year, yeah, it was fun for us, but it, it, it wasn't as enjoyable of a matchup because you knew what was going to happen. You kind of knew what the result was going to be. So the fact that we now have a, a true uh, – like the rivalry feels truly like it's 100% back. So I do like that about this as well. My leave it is going to be – I think everything you said is good. I, I'm going to say leave Ryan Day in Penn State because him and James Franklin are one and the same. Just drop them off on the way. I mean, no, it's not, it's not really, it's kind of out of the way on their trip home, but you might as well just like parachute them out of the airplane. You can leave them in Happy Valley. That's where I would leave. All right. One quick um, additional love it here. I watched the Gene Smith sideline interaction with a Michigan official. Uh, head official. About 15 times over. Now, Gene Smith cannot be younger than 65. And Gene Smith was ready to drop the people's elbow on that clown. And uh, he was about ready to turn that jabroni into mincemeat. So kudos to Gene Smith. The man's retiring in six months, and he was willing to do 20 years to life to smack a bitch. And that made me quite happy. (laughs) All right, guys. Of course, we will have um, our Tuesday reaction show coming up as we continue to move away from the Michigan loss here. Uh, At some point, we're going to do kind of a regular season retrospective as well. Follow us at Nick Wilson says at Spencito underscore. Please make sure to rate, uh, rate, subscribe, follow the podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Kudos to Michigan. Go Bucks, Spencer. Do I have to say that? Do I have to say kudos to Michigan? Yeah, you probably should. They won. Nah, I'm not going to do it. You can't make me do it. That's a bitch move. They won, but they can't. I love you. I love you. I got to say it. That's a bitch move. Come on. It's not, it doesn't feel good, but sometimes the truth doesn't hey, feel good. At least I'm not crying on the on uh, the, the, the live stream here and pulling a Sharon Moore. So, yet. Yet. Yeah. Well, Go we, don't know, we don't know what's going to happen when I get off the air. So, <laughs> thanks, right. guys. Be good, guys.